Alright, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Before we start into today's episode, I have a quick question for you. Raise your hand if you are listening and you are a founder or you are a founder type or working on side projects. Now, if you're if you're driving, please don't raise your hand. But if you're thinking that's me, chances are you might have a co-founder and in today's world, everything's remote. And this is unfortunate for founding teams because teams work fastest when they're together, right? When you're starting something new from scratch, being in the same room has a magical kind of feeling to it. And when we're all remote, you don't really get the same thing. Well, what if I told you there's a way to get that same output, right? Get that same feeling while being remote. And luckily there is. Uh, our sponsor for the next couple of weeks for Forward Thinking Founders is Sidekick. And Sidekick is an always-on display that sits next to you, next to your computer. It allows you to work right next to your co-founder like you were in the same room. This eliminates most of the problems that you kind of get when founding a startup remotely. And you're able to move faster and, and, and kind of get stuff done in a much more efficient way like you could with if you were in the same room. And luckily, because you're a listener of Forward Thinking Founders, you get a big discount on on Sidekick devices. If you go to sidekick.video slash FTF, you get $30 off. The market rate is $50 per device. As a listener of this podcast, it is $20 per device. $30 off total per device. So go to sidekick.video slash FTF, get your devices, and get you and your co-founders working together like you're in the same room, even if you're remote. Hope you enjoy it. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Michael Parker, who is the founder of Jungled. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I am fascinated by what you've built, and I'm looking forward to learning more about it. What is Jungled, for people that don't know? Um, So Jungled is um, a hobby project that kind of turned into... Um, an Apple or business as usual service. And what it looks at is really helping people take care of their houseplants. So houseplants are very in vogue at the moment. Um, many people, myself included, are spending a lot more time at home um, at the moment. And this kind of fell out of a need for me, not really understanding how to take care of my houseplants um, and also trying to, to automate or try to make that care experience a little bit more delightful through, uh, through an app. So, so let's talk about how you make it more delightful. So what is the pro like, what's the app? What can you do with it? Um, what are different features? Yeah. I guess what, what, tell me a little more about Jungle. Sure. So um, it's, it's kind of been a really 
strange uh, route to, to where we got here. Um, it actually started out as a Raspberry Pi project. Um, so at the beginning of lockdown, I was really interested in being able to automate the care of my plants, didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I thought it, this would be really interesting if you could kind of measure the soil moisture and then kind of know when would be the right time to, to water them um, and eventually kind of plug a pump in. And, and I've seen some posts on Reddit of people on, on the Raspberry Pi and Arduino communities doing this really, really well. And what, what was missing for me is kind of the, the interface of that, you know, how do you actually view that information? How do you make it really compelling? Um, and I work professionally as a, as a designer. And so I thought, well, there's a, a nice opportunity here to take this rich information I'm getting out of this Raspberry Pi and actually turn it to something that's very visually compelling. Um, and that can kind of help me with my behaviors and to know kind of when to water and uh, how much and what the right sunlight is and all these um, care requirements that I wasn't really familiar with. And kind of as I built it out for me, a few of my friends were like, well, that'd be really cool. Have you considered actually productizing it? Um, and so it's, it's been a really interesting journey to get to this point um, and kind of speaking to people in the early days and figuring out kind of, well, you know, are my pain points the same as other people? And so Jungled really was about uh, creating a app experience where people that don't really know how to take care of their plants can do that really easily. And so some of the features that, um, that were very important to include from the beginning are things like identifying what the species is. And if you've purchased you know, from, from a store recently, you might know. Uh, but if you're like me and you've had your plants for a couple of years or you pick them up from the, from the garden center and you didn't really pay attention to what the species are, it can be quite difficult to tell you know, what it is and how to take care of it. And so from the very beginning, I thought it was really important to, to bake in a feature where you can take a photo of the, of the leaf or the plant and get an identity back of what it is, um, but then also link that identity with a care plan. So actually knowing, okay, this is a... Um, aloe vera plant and the aloe vera plant needs this kind of conditions um, and um, not at the moment but hopefully in the future also looking at things like okay you're in the northern hemisphere it's winter at the moment um, and in winter that that care plan is a little bit different and so the app kind of ties all of that um, the the kind of setup of a, of a care plan and then helping you kind of manage that um, with with subtle nudges notifications so for people that don't know which is all of you I think, I mean, my fiance would know, but like, I think we have like five house plants, maybe four, maybe six. Like we, we got house plants and we actually like found, um, found jungled and we used it. And I was amazed that you literally take a picture or you scan a plant and it just knows what it is. Is this like, how are you able to do that? Is this like machine learning you're doing? Is it a plug it? Like, like how does it know what plant it is from just a picture? It, it is. It's exactly that. So, um, uh, I didn't develop this. Uh, this is a, a vendor that we're working with um, out of a university um, in Europe. And um, we uh, integrate with them. So we, we provide them uh, photographs of the data in an anonymized way. So it's not attached to the users in, in any way. And they return um, back a prediction based on kind of the, the leaf in their database about what it is. And then in Jungled, in, in, in our case, what we look at is the data around what are the most common house plants that we're seeing. Um, and what are the patterns about care of those houseplants so that we can help make recommendations about how to care for them um, at a much larger scale? 
So let's see, let's take one example of, 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 a, of a plant. So let's say I, I scan, I mean, if I, no, do I have that? I didn't know it's Madeline has the app. I would actually scan a, I have, I have a plant. I'm looking at a plant right now. I would scan it, but like, I don't have the app. Maybe I'll download it as we talk, but let's use an example. So sure. like I, I, I have this plant right there. I scan it and it tells me it's blank. What's an, like, what's, give me an example of a plant. Like what would it tell me to do? Like, like, would it tell me, like, would it tell me to water it then? you know, give it this kind of seeds. Can you kind of give me a, an example of what I would show? Sure. So um, the, the kind of first part of the app is to give your plant a name. Um, this is kind of a really interesting piece of user research that I did very early on around how do people, how can you get people behaviorally to commit to a particular pattern or to associate um, their, their plant in a way that they would want to take care of it. And naming is really important in you being able to distinguish um, not only what the plant is, but also your plants from each other because they all have different care requirements. So the first part of the app is giving them a name. And we kind of suggest in the app some witty names, um, some puns around plant care um, to keep it a little bit light to touch. Um, and once you found a name that really resonates and that you can associate with that plant then we add a photo and that photo makes it really clear um, in the app that you know that you're watering exactly the one that you're looking at and then we use that photo through um, a neural network to, to return a, a percentage match against a particular species and that percentage match is important because plants are, are not that easy to categorize as families of plants and certain features um, look like other ones. And so we're working uh, with this uh, university to kind of um, get that more accurate and get that in a way that for people like us, you know, if it's just in your house, um, the family is usually enough to be able to understand kind of what the right care is. So I appreciate you sharing all of that. What I just did is I, I, I went, you know, seven feet over, grabbed, I, I downloaded the app, I grabbed my plant. I'm literally gonna live, like, cause it. I was honestly, this thing's fascinating. So I just want to do it right now. So I have jungled. I have my plant. Oh, I have to. I have to make an account. All right, I'll do. I'll do this in, when you're answering the next question. But I guess, like, why do you? Why do you start? Like, obviously, you have an interest here. Why jungled? Like, what? Like, what? Like, tell me a little bit of the origin of the story. Why did you decide that you wanted to get started with a company or like a project or app like this? Sure. So, um, I actually work professionally um, incubating businesses um, for, for um, large corporates. And so I do this a lot, right? Where you, you have an idea or you have a friction and, and you work that friction into a business and, and produce that into a product or service. And for me this year, I kind of really wanted to do one for myself. Um, it's quite different when you work on your own products and your own services and you have to be a lot more considerate and you don't have as much help. Um, and, and, you get to learn where the gaps are and where the blind spots are in your, in your own skill set. And so jungled for me was really a passion project about learning what it would take to release an app. Um, and that really was, was the end goal um, was like, okay, well, I want to learn uh, the skills that I would need to be able to get from an idea into an execution into the app store. And there are a number of compromises, I guess, from the original idea. I mean, there isn't a hardware component at the moment. It isn't IoT um, yet um, for everyone. I mean, I have it in my house. And, you know, I, I made these compromises in order to get the product to market really quickly so that we could learn and get feedback and understand kind of where the demand is. And it's been kind of overwhelming. I mean, in the first week, we've had 3,000 people sign up. 
Um, we've had a couple of hundred people pre-order or, or pre-register for hardware. Um, and it's just me, right? It's just um, this designer in London um, kind of hacking together an app that I thought would be useful for a couple hundred people. So it's been really positive and really encouraging to see, you know, without any kind of marketing, um, to have, you know, a couple of thousand people believe that this is something that uh, would be really useful for them. That's incredible. And it's one of the reasons why I like, like to do this show, um, because, or not this podcast, whatever this is, is because there's like some crazy talented people, you know, outside of like, you know, United States and even specifically just like San Francisco. And I like, when I hearing these stories like this, I'm just like, this is why I do the podcast. So how do you, <laughs> how, how do you think about, like, I mean, you, you spin out kind of these things, these projects or companies. Let's say this is really high potential and you get some serious traction. Like, is this a thing where you would like consider doing it, you know, like doing it full time and not spinning everything out? Or would you like find a team to manage this and then you just keep spinning out ideas? I think I would take it on. I mean, it, it's, um, it really is a crossroads. And, and one of the reasons why I love the, the job that I do professionally is it was always about learning how to do it, how, learning through other people's mistakes, right? I mean, when you're, um, when you're building a business for someone else, um, you have all the best intentions in mind, but it's very low risk. It's not your money. It's not your time um, that, that's on the line. And so when it's your own project, um, you obviously want to be in the best position possible. And so Jungled really for me was like, okay, well, if I can prove that we can get something working and we can get some traction, um, that to me is like a good indicator in terms of that I'm ready to actually take something on or that I'm ready to kind of commit uh, really um, to, to pursuing this as an, as an opportunity. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, it's an exciting place to be in. And what else is exciting is I'm on the screen on Jungled that says, let's grow your jungle. It says, add your first plan. I'm literally doing this right now because I did it once on, like, with, with, with my fiance's phone and this is magical, so I'm going to do it. I'm adding my first plant. What's your name? I want to name my plant Forward Thinking because we're on the Forward Thinking podcast. <laughs> forward Thinking plant. This plant's very forward thinking. Um, continue. And what I see now is um, adding a plant photo. Oh, do I take here? Yeah, take a photo. So I'm taking a picture, took it, and then we're using it. And it's uploading. And now the ML stuff is happening. And continue. And then continue. And it just like gives me matches. This is incredible. Like this is the, this is voodoo magic. Like. It, it's most likely, uh, I, I'm not going to pronounce this right, but it's, it's not 81% match, Geopertia rosepicta. Like, I don't know what that is, but like, it's an 81% match. And if it's not, <laughs> there's a 5% match that it's a Calathea. Like, this is, this is awesome. The, 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 the last question, I'm very excited about it, just because like, I, I kind of have gotten more into house, like a little more into house fans too, kind of from my enthusiasm. Um, just kind of having them all around, like, like Madeline loves them. So I'm just like, maybe like, I like them more, you know, and I think I do. What do you see going on in the market? You're like, you're, you said that people, this is becoming more popular than, you know, than in yeah. the past. Why? And, and do you see it growing more? I mean, yeah, pardon the pun, of course. Um, so I, I, I've done some kind of market sizing and I was really, really surprised. I mean, you know, in the U S you have startups like Sill uh, has raised, I think eight, eight million dollars or $9 million. Um, in kind of e-commerce plant sales in the UK, we have patch plants um, doing a very similar e-commerce proposition. And, you know, 
last year, I don't, I don't know this year, but last year certainly they were selling kind of upwards of 300,000 a year um, units. And there's every indication kind of from a, from a high level trend that that is double what it was last year during COVID. And you know, I think this is, in London in particular, uh, where I live, last year I spent maybe seven, eight hours of the day in my house. Uh, most of the time was in the office or out in the pub or, or commuting. Um, so the house really was a very functional place. It was a place to sleep and eat and reset. Um, whereas now it's, it's everything. It's the office. It's, it's our house. It's where we live. It's where we socialize. Um, and people, I think, are getting a lot more house proud. Um, and you want to make it an environment that you want to be in all the time. And plants um, and other home decor, but, but particularly plants, are interesting um, because they just keep they're, – they're so dynamic and they're so personalizable and you can put them in different places and they have their own kind of character and uh, behavior. And um, definitely I think that this is it's, – it's on vogue now and hopefully uh, will stay kind of that way. I want us to get to a point where I'm sleeping on a, I actually don't mean what I'm about to say, but I'm going to finish it. I want to get to the point where I'm sleeping surrounded by plants and there's just vines everywhere. There's just like a plant, you know, a plant, a plant palace. Maybe that's what I should call it. Maybe that, like plant palace. That's an interesting name. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so you got this market that's growing. You got this, uh, you know, you got a, a stellar product, you know, that's doing some pretty advanced stuff. You combine those two, and what does this look like in a decade? Or I guess, in other words, like, what's your big vision? Let's say you were to go full time on this. Like, what could it look like in a decade or two? What's the vision? Yeah, I think um, the vision is definitely automation. Um, you know, there's there's a large part of this, or there's a large segment of this market that loves having the plants, myself included, likes the look of it, the aesthetic. I, I don't have the time to care for it. And I actually, I don't have the expertise to care for it. You know, some of them are quite involved. Um, I've killed a few um, before the app, obviously. Um, and so I see really the future of this being IoT and being kind of IoT with really, really good design um, principles. And there's a huge opportunity here. And, and if you can get um, connected hardware right, and you can get the experience to be seamless in a way that it attracts a consumer audience um, who otherwise would avoid kind of what we think of IoT as today, kind of these gimmicky um, gadget devices. That's kind of where I want to take it is, is turning the business into a platform where you could then say, okay, well, commercial agriculture, uh, I mean, in the US, home growing is a, is a huge market as well for people um, that want to um, monitor their, their own crops. Um, and yeah, and then, and then, once you've got one going, it's so easy to then pick up the best parts of that experience, the best parts of that infrastructure, and then look at kind of other industries, pet care or um, or food tech, that kind of thing. Makes a lot of sense. Um, and yeah, it's pretty exciting. To, to, to make that all happen, though, you'll obviously need some help, right? Like you'll need a lot of plant lovers. You'll maybe need some employees, maybe investors. Uh, but you, you'll absolutely need help from the forward-thinking founders community. So for everyone listening, um, like th there are a lot of people listening. They're ready to help. They know the question is coming. So how, how can we help? What's an ask that you have for the forward-thinking founder community? And now the forward-thinking founding plant who can help as well, um, who, who's able to help you out with, with making your vision happen? Amazing. Yeah, I think um, 
like I said, I, I really am just a bit overwhelmed by the support and feedback, um, but keep it coming. It's, it's so valuable, particularly, um, you know, I'm not that familiar with the US market. I spent a, a many, many trips there, um, but it's incredibly valuable to hear kind of what's working and what's not working um, internationally. And then, and then of course, um, if this is something that people are interested in, let's talk about funding. Um, this is, as I mentioned to you kind of earlier, um, I'm in the process of kind of procuring a co-founder to take on the technology side of this um, and an expert um, in terms of the horticultural side of it. And I'd love to know kind of if there is funding opportunity and to, to kind of pursue this professionally, that would be really interesting. And then last question is if someone wanted to give this a shot, download it, get the mind blowing experience that I just got by just scanning the, the app or scanning my plants, the forward thinking plant. Um, how can they get in touch? What's the app name? What's your website? Are you on Twitter? How can people get in touch? Sure. Um, yeah. So the, the web's the easiest place to get it is probably from the website, which is jungled.io. Um, it's currently only on iOS, um, but it's written in, in react native. So hopefully bring it to Android soon. Um, I want to get the experience right on iOS first uh, before we kind of bring it to, to more than one platform. And then, yeah, I'm on Twitter as well, um, underscore PRKR. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Perfect. Thanks, Matt.